of the night shift. What's going on? Yo. Hey, guys. Um, this is Rosemary. Um, I am calling in for the first time. Awesome. Super welcome. Nervous. Welcome. Don't be nervous. <laughs> okay. Well, I wanted to tell you guys about the time that I think I saw a ghost. Okay. Um, all right. So it was my birthday. It was back in May. So it was two months ago, three months ago. Yeah, two months ago. And um, I was coming home from Galveston Beach, and it was late. It was like 1130 at night whenever this happened. So I'm driving along, and there's this bridge. And the bridge is like this Lake Conroe Bridge. And it's a known place where people go to fish. And so I had thought that I saw a man walking on my side of the road, like walking towards me. And I got so scared and I went to swerve. And as I went to swerve, my headlights, they were on him. And then they, um, like the right one, it went to the right. And then the driver's side one, it, it went and it turned on him. And as soon as it turned on him, he was gone. And so then I corrected and I was like looking for him, but I couldn't see him. And when he was walking towards me, he was wearing a gray shirt, black slacks. And um, I was truly, truly like, like frightened. And so, I don't know. I just wanted to tell you guys about that. <laughs> did, um, whenever you saw him, did he, did he seem like a solid being? He wasn't transparent or anything? He did seem solid, but he was far enough away to where it was questionable if he was translucent or if he was solid. But when I saw him at first, yes, he was solid. But as, as I turned and he vanished, it was like, it was like the translucent happened. And then he, he was like, poof, gone. And so the thing that's crazy to me is that on my way to work, I cross that bridge. I cross that place every single day now to go to work. And I'm like, I'm always thinking, is he going to be here? Am I crazy? Like all these different things go through my mind. <laughs> That's, it makes me wonder what the history of the bridge is. If they, if there's any kind of myth or folklore behind it, like resurrection Mary or something like that. Who knows? I mean, it's, it's a big, big bridge. And I know that what's really crazy and what I decided the reason I decided to call is because on the way to work this week, there was a man walking on the other side in a different direction in real life. He was actually going to fish and he was legit wearing a gray shirt and black socks. And I was like, dang, <laughs> that's weird. That even more weird. It does. And there's an RV park that's, um, so if I was coming from town and then going towards the bridge and there would be an RV park on the left and then where people would walk down to go underneath the bridge on the right. And so that's why I thought he was a fisherman. I really did think that. And um, I have another experience I'm going to tell you guys about because I got you on the line. So, and then awesome. I'll let you go. Okay. So I was, this is another time I was at Galveston. I was staying at the Hotel Galvez. So the governor of Texas, he, remember whenever he lifted the COVID bans and and we could all like go out again. And at that very moment, I went and booked a room at the Galvez because the Galvez is like 350 a night on a Tuesday. So I got it for $80 a night. And so I booked it for three nights. I was so excited. Oh, and 
Yeah. And I'm staying in this room and um, I'm washing my hair like in the, in the tub. So I'm kind of like bent over the tub, washing my hair. And I thought that I had got like hit on my rear end from my husband. <laughs> I was like, I, I like popped up and I was like, Hey, and I turned around and he wasn't there. And I was like, where is he? <laughs> and so then I go and look for him and he's like snoring in bed. And I go, what the hell just smacked me? <laughs> hmm. A little bit of a pervo ghost. <laughs> yes. Risky ghost going on. So anyways, I thought that that was kind of crazy. And I want to tell you guys about my ghost experiences. And I've never seen ghosts before. That's not something that happens to me regularly. These were just really weird things that happened. Those are weird. The 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 ass slapping would make me slightly uncomfortable. <laughs> the the bridge encounter would be fucking bizarre, especially to see essentially the same person walking in real life. Wearing the same stuff almost feels like a time slip. Yeah. Oh. It's weird. Mind blown. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, y'all have a good night. Keep up the good work. Bye. Thank you. Thanks for calling in. Stay weird, friend. Yeah, that's weird. She had me. She had me with like sort of a ghost hitchhiker vibe, like they're talking about in the chat. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say, don't pick him up until she said, "Well, I saw him on the other side of the road, but he was completely real, but he was wearing the same clothes." Interesting. Ironically enough, uh, oh boy, he did it again. You crazy, crazy man. Can never be appreciated enough. But as I was saying, on the, I think it was the last night shift that I was on. I think it was the last one. Uh, I'm surprised nobody caught it. But there was a part when we were talking and I kept looking over my shoulder and it could have been anything, right? Because that's what we do. We explain shit away. But I swear I felt somebody reach in between my shoulder blades and pull down on my shirt. A real just a quick boop. That's weird. Yeah. So I kept looking over like, what the hell was that? And I usually like, I'm sitting right now. My back is not on the chair. I'm leaning forward. Just because of the way the chair is, you know, the whole mess of the setup. So I usually lean forward. So my back is not touching anything. So there's nothing for my shirt to get stuck on. But it clearly felt like somebody just grabbed the slack in between my shoulder blades and pulled down. Oh, and that makes me want to rewatch to see if like the slack comes out of your shirt. Oh, dude, that'd be creepy. That would be creepy. That'd be creepy. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Was that at the same time that I can't remember when we were talking about the garage door incident and all that shit. Was that the same episode? I think so. I think so. I could be wrong. That's weird. That is weird. That's weird. I didn't think about it. Because I meant to bring it, I was going to bring it up, but then I got, if I remember correctly, I got sent on storm. And I remember I was wearing a white shirt in that episode. I yeah. That. Yeah. 
That's weird. Yeah. Yeah, I even brought it up to Shauna. I don't know if it was the next day or whatever it was. And I was like, yeah, there was a, I'm like, I'm surprised nobody in the chat caught it. Usually they pay attention to those things. And uh, I didn't initially say anything at first because I just kind of, I just shrugged it off. But I'm, and the more I thought about it, I'm like, that, I don't know how that would have happened. I don't know how something would have grabbed my shirt like that. Yeah, Boy, that's bizarre. Yeah. Sean was like, great, you're, you're bringing shit into the house you you guys it's already you know. it's been here long ago yeah and i mean i also told her that i'm <laughs> probably going to consider making custom ouija boards to sell or mm. auction off <laughs> that'd be sick could be kind of cool with wood that i've i've cut <laughs> down myself and she's in here firing back yeah that wasn't my fault though i didn't want to leave so yeah, more. That's that's true. We still got it from from last year. Yeah, that's uh, it is weird how, especially with you, when the weird shit starts to go, it it starts to go. Yeah, it kind of takes off. Hits in weird, peaks man. and valleys. Yeah. Yeah, and I always, I don't know, man. Like you just, yeah. I, Sometimes I do think your eyes play, it plays tricks on you. At least that's what I tell myself. I hope my eyes play tricks on me. Yeah. we. Because if not, I see things a lot more than I want to admit. I feel like we're ingrained to just explain shit away. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. Got a long, long distance phone call here. Let's go. Hey, welcome to the night shift. What's going on? Yo. Uh, yeah, a little long distance. How's it going? Though? G'day, guys. Good. How um, are you? Good, good, good. I've got to remember not to look at the screen while this is happening because uh, there's a mad delay and it throws me off. But yeah, uh, yeah oh, no, there's a smile. There's not much of a delay. That's all good. Um, yeah, I thought I'd better call in because um, uh, the economy has collapsed again and I've got nothing to do today except call you fellas. So. <laughs> Hello works again. out for us right yeah no that's exactly it and i couldn't let, i couldn't let rosie be the only one you know um gotta share it around um yeah so oh man i don't even know where to start i've actually got a couple of links i need to throw on the discord first of all um not to go back over old stuff but yeah i found some i don't know five weeks ago whatever it was that guy called in about the the ghost light around the thing oh well five bucks look at that um, called in about the ghost light and uh, I found an article about some other troops that's all the same thing, so I'll throw that in there. But anyway, um, that's about that. More about me. Um, <laughs> where do we start? Um, so with my old house, I guess I'll just go straight into that if you guys wanted me to. Yeah. Um, with the other things that was happening in there. So obviously Ghost Dad on the Dunny last time, that was, that was yep, a good yep. one. I do, I do have further adventures of Ghost Dad. Um, so actually, you know, I will do that. I'll just go for the adventures of Ghost Dad. Bugger it. So um, Dad used to do this thing all the time, I guess, while I was asleep. So I had this really small bedroom and um, and the door didn't close properly. That's how small it was. It was so small, the mattress kind of like locked the door from closing. So um, yeah, it's about as ghetto as Australia gets. That was that was my room. And um, I used to just leave the door open because it was also really hot at night. And a lot of the time... I'd get woken up, I don't know, about 2, 3 in the morning because dad's a night owl. 
he's up all night watching TV, reading books, hitting back ciggies, and that, that's his night. I don't know. I don't know when the dude ever slept, and I still don't know when the guy sleeps. But since he's been smoking since he was 12 years old, he's got this really distinctive breathing. He always has, like living with Darth Vader. And uh, he's still alive, by the way. He's still good. I don't know. He's good. been... Yeah, he's he's punching on well, the old fella, but he still walks around. Like, yeah, you can hear that breathing coming a mile away. So he should probably quit or not. Maybe the cigarettes are the only thing actually keeping him propped up. I'm not sure. <laughs> but when I, when I would when I would lay there um, at night and asleep, and I get woken up, and I could just see his silhouette in the doorway, and there was always this little red, like little fizz of of the cigarette in his mouth because of course you know checking on the kid, uh, having a smoke. And you'd always see the little red fear. So it's a silhouette with just one red glowing dot in the middle of its face. And I'd always look up and go, oh, night, Dad. And he wouldn't say anything. That's all right. I'd get back to sleep. That's that's if I replied at all. Sometimes I'd just kind of nod and whatever. But there was this one weekend. And this, by the way, happened almost every night. I'd always look up. Dad's there. Cool beans. Go back to sleep. And then one night he used to play lawn bowls because he's just that kind of old fella. And um, he was going away on this championship thing they had about – six, eight hours away, a place called Lake Cajeligo. And he's gone in the minibus with his mates, so he's not coming back anytime soon. And since I'm about seven, eight years old, I guess, I'm like, I want my daddy. So I've climbed into bed with mum. I've gone into her bedroom and I've climbed into bed um, to sleep with mum for the night. And again, about, I don't know, midnight, I don't even know when the time was. And this is weird because mum and I actually saw the exact same thing because I've woken up and dad's there again. The, the silhouette, the man, he's standing there, the little, the red fizz in the middle of his face, except, of course, you know, my old man's supposed to be eight hours away, so it's not him in the house. Um, but in my tired kind of state, I figured that it was him, and um, I was like, oh, Dad, Dad's here. And I've ro- I've kind of shuffled back into Mum. That's woken her up, because I've shuffled back into her to make room for Dad to lay down. And so that's woken Mum up. She's looked up, and she told me later that she's seen him as well standing there, red fizz going on. And um, and when she looked up, she said the only thought that went through her mind was like, I didn't know Peter owned a brown jacket. And then she went back to sleep as well. And that was kind of it. We woke up in the morning. Of course, Dad's not home. He's still eight hours away playing bowls. Good on him. And back in the day, you know, the only way we could contact him was to leave a message at the front desk because we just realised he's not there, his stuff's not there, his suitcase isn't there. And we thought, what's going on? left a message at the front desk of the hotel and he's called up hours later and said, no, no, I didn't, I didn't come home. Like that wasn't me he's standing in the bedroom. But the thing is I saw him, I've backed into mum that's woke her up. She's seen him. We've both seen the exact same thing standing at the foot of the bed, well, not the foot of the bed, at the side of the bed. And mum saw enough detail in the night kind of light lighting to, to see his brown jacket, which dad doesn't even own a brown jacket. Well, I mean, it probably does now, but didn't at the time. Lawn bowls, blokes wearing white. And, um, yeah, what that really wigged us out is like, we've actually ghost dad has made an appearance. And, um, I think what was actually worse, although you can get ready for your best. Oh, fuck that. If you want, what was kind of worse is when I've told dad this story again, years later, and I've thought about it, I said, you know what? Like the thing is, yeah, dad's a night owl stays up, blah, blah, blah. But you know what? It actually doesn't seem in character for him. And I actually asked dad straight up and said, Hey, did you used to come in all the time? and check on me when I was a kid growing up, like at night, come in. And Dad's like, well, no, because I didn't want to wake you up. Like, he was doing his best out there to have the TV down, the doors closed, so there's not much light. He wasn't coming in to check on me. He 
he did his best to not wake me up. I've got school in the morning. Mum's got to, that was not dad. Like for, I don't know, 15, 20 years, I'm looking up, seeing this black silhouette with a red glow in the middle of its face, just one little of what I thought was a cigarette. And I was just going, night, night, dad, and going back to sleep. So, I mean, this ghost must have got the shits. It's trying to scare this kid for years and nothing's happening. And the kid's just kind of waving at him. But that, that definitely scared the bejesus out of me when I thought about it. I thought, you know what? I've, I've had yet another haunting and I didn't know. 15, 20 years of this, dad in the doorway. Yeah, no, it's not dad. It's, uh, yeah, Twizzler's right. Bibbity bobbity beeping, ghost dad. He's back. Um, yeah, like 20 years, 20 years of ghost dad in the doorway. And I did not know until I'd moved out of the house. I was an adult and I've turned around and said, Dad, is that you? No. No, it wasn't him. Um, That's weird. That's bizarre. Was there any. Yeah, and the only way. I'll say. Was there any specific features that made you think of your dad, or was it just the fact that it was like a male figure checking in on you? Pretty much the male figure, but I mean, the silhouette matched, you know, it was pretty much the right height and shape, you know, it was a male figure. So, well, that and it looked yeah, like he was smoking. Yeah, and he looked like yeah. he was smoking, which is a very dad thing to do. You, how to tell it's my dad. There's a beer in one hand, cigarette in the other, and um, that's him. You've got him. It was um, making me wonder if it was something trying to mimic your mimic your dad. Gross. Yeah, well, that's it, because that would be practically the same the same dad that I see walking through to the toilet all the time that confused the hell out of us because we just figured it was him. It was that solid. So that apparition is just getting all over the place. But uh, we wouldn't have known, and I would never have known, if it wasn't for that one night when he's eight hours away in a hotel with his mates and they're all, you know, sports next day. That's the only way we thought, well, he's not home on this particular night. But I saw it, mum mum saw it, um, and we saw the same thing at the same time because I backed into her and so that's what woke her up. So at the exact same moment, we both saw it and both figured it was, Solid enough. It was so solid that even though he's eight hours away, he both went, oh, no, I guess he's back. Went back to sleep. So That's terrifying. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. Yeah, look, well, wasn't fun. No. No, that was that was shitty. So yeah, um uh, there's obviously a whole bunch of other stuff going on at that house, but 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 Ghost Dad being um one of the really solid apparitions that we saw super regularly. And, um, and yeah, the fact that it was imitating his breathing, it was imitating his look, imitating the cigarette in the mouth, didn't realize he wasn't in the house and tried it again. Um, I don't know what it was, but yeah, it's actually pretty scary when I think about it, to be honest. That's definitely creepy. Like if, yeah. if I was yeah, your dad and like got it. that phone call, I would be, I would be petrified. Oh yeah. Like yeah. if I'm not in the house, somebody else is in the house. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, um, I don't know. I, we, we just had some weird paranormal apathy. The entire family, every time something weird would happen, we'd, uh, we'd just kind of shrug it off because whether we'd hear each other's voices or see each other walking around, just, oh, all right, wasn't, wasn't dad. Oh, back to bed. I, I can't, I mean, I guess you hear that a lot in paranormal stories where people see an alien or they see a ghost or they see Bigfoot and rather than any reaction that we would call normal, they just kind of go about their business. You see that a fair bit. Yeah, um, yeah. definitely us. So, paranormal yeah. apathy is the best way I've heard it described. Yeah, <laughs> I, I may or it. may not have actually. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Theft. Why not pass it on? Um, Stealing it. <laughs> yeah, it's it because <laughs> that's that's absolutely what it was. Because um, there was it's a couple perfect. of times. 
Yeah, there was, there was literally, I think, twice where the paranormal apathy didn't kick in and I was scared out of my mind. The first one, obviously, being when I was at the, um, the, the museum and saw myself as an old man dying. That scared me out of my mind. But apart from that, everything at the house, we never got the proper reaction until a, a while later. I mean, except for mum with the face in the bread box that freaked her out for years. But but no, most of the time we'd see Ghost Dad walking through the house, we'd hear him breathing, we'd hear each other calling each other's names and go, oh, back to, back to what we're doing. So I can't explain that. I really can't. No. I, <laughs> that would creep the fuck out of me. Yeah. Just randomly yeah, hearing what? your... I mean, then again, would it though? Because you think about it, you're like... <laughs> How many times are you out and about and you think you hear your name called? Yeah. No, you that's know? it. Well, the name the name calling, the only reason that was so weird is it actually got my nickname as a kid as well. So it wasn't even going for the regular mom, dad, or whatever. My uh, my, my nickname growing up was was Bunky. No one else knows that. So, hey, the, the secret's out. 20-year secret, gone. <laughs> um, long, long story as to how Bunky happened, but... But no, we'd actually even hear the vocal apparitions calling out my nickname. Like you'd hear my mum's voice, like "Funky," like shouting it through the house. Which that's actually not as haunting when you think it's almost comical. But uh, that's that's what it was doing. It wasn't it wasn't shouting at mum, dad, or whatever. It was actually using our voices and our nicknames. And I mean, that's a whole other that's a whole other call in, thankfully. But Pretty yeah, the voices weird. that was another one just Pretty not on weird. Not on at all. Yeah, exactly. It's like. I don't know what that thing was, and we left it behind because I haven't had any haunting since. My parents haven't, you know, because they've moved into another house as well, and nothing. I think it was that house, which is weirder still. That is definitely weird. I, I definitely want to go back one day and knock on the door and just, uh, as weird as it is, as weird as they're like, who the bloody hell are you? I do want to kind of knock on the door and, and ask. How crazy would it be if they were like, yeah, actually, we do experience all of that? <laughs> yeah. The, the mimic mimic ghost dad is still here, but now it's just mimicking yeah. Howard. Still smoking paranormal cigarettes and walking through the house. Yeah, oh, it'd, be, it'd be so much worse if it was if it never actually moved on from my dad. They're like, is is your dad the guy smoking in the house? Because we still see him. <laughs> <laughs> He's still here. It hasn't changed its form. Um, yeah, no, I mean that probably part of another call in as well. But the we're renting that house. The landlord never wanted to come in on his own. Um, the landlord's son asked us a couple of times if there's anything we wanted to tell him. And I'm like, mm, I don't know what you mean, and moved on from that. And even when we were signing the lease, even when we did the inspection, I was only like four years old, five years old, but even when we did the inspection, they opened the door and just let us walk in. They did not want to go in. And we signed the lease on a bit of paper out in the front garden. They didn't want to go in and just rest on the counter. And like, I don't know, that family... That family never wanted to go in, which also didn't strike us as weird until years later. But we're like, you know what? They they did not want to see their house. So, yeah, crazy times. Good times. Crazy times. I might go back and knock. <laughs> It'd be worth it one way or the other. Yeah. Oh, man. I tell you, if, they, if they've seen some stuff, oh, I'm going in with a ghost box, bugger it. I'm going to fork out for a ghost <laughs> box. And I'm going in. <laughs> you go just to ask them a question, and then you're like, well, by the way, Go ahead yeah. and have a seance in your house. We're gonna we're gonna get weird. All right. <laughs> it's like this is my old bedroom to the right. If you don't mind, I'm just gonna rent it off you for a week. We're just having a seance for a week. <laughs> <laughs> just, 
I mean, if it's anything like it was when I lived there, it wouldn't take a week or a seance. Just kind of stand there and it'll happen. So that's crazy, man. No, yeah. No, the the, the the chills I got years later when Dad was like, no, I didn't want to wake you guys up. I never came in. was like, great. Oh, I bet. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like that, the reality sinks in then. You're like, oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah, that, that, was, that was a haunting I didn't even know was happening until I'd moved out. That great. Fucking, that's <laughs> terrible. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, yeah, there's just so many other stories around that place. That's a good little place, but oof, I probably should let someone else call in at this rate, though. But, um, <laughs> you know, I'll be calling back anyway. The, awesome. the economy over here is not getting any better. I've got nothing to do. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> phone calls it is. Phone we appreciate it. Is. We appreciate you, brother. No, and not as much as we all appreciate you. I tell you, when that when that shirt finally hits the store, I'm going to try and be the first person over here to wear one. I'm just going to get a photo of that. <laughs> That's first awesome. One in Australia. Yeah, yeah, no, I gotta get a photo. That's awesome. Love, love it, and love you guys. I'll uh, you have fun. Thank you. And I'll see you. I'll call you as soon as I can. Awesome. We appreciate it. <laughs> Stay weird. You too. Stay weird, brother. Hey, you. <laughs> how would you react to a call like that if we were out and about and shauna calls you and was like are you are you are you in the house because we just I saw be you terrified. yeah i would that's, be terrified that's... i'd be like steve we have to go home yeah. right now any 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 connotations of that happening are bad oh terrible, absolutely terrible connotations it would scare the shit out of me yeah her saying you know I, i'm looking at i just saw somebody standing in the doorway that looked exactly like you does everything that you do and you're not home either you yeah i mean either like i said either you got some kind of paranormal entity in your house mimicking you or there is someone in your house yeah which both suck yeah 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 i don't <laughs> I would much rather I feel like I'd much rather deal with the paranormal entity than having <sighs> humans are the worst. Yeah, I humans agree. humans have done way worse shit to me than any paranormal entity has. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Well, you want to take one more? Sure. Welcome to the night shift. What's going on? Yo. Hey, what's up, guys? What's going what's on? What's up? Not much. Uh, I've been uh, contemplating calling in a bunch of different times, and I never did it. And then I kind of wish I would have called uh, when Tony was on. And just because uh, one of the things, one of the stories I'll, I'll tell you, or I guess a dream I had, uh, I think you'd find interesting also. But uh, I'm not. I don't live too far from you guys. I actually live in Macomb. Okay. Um, I left. Oh, nice. a, I left a voicemail. And I don't remember. I don't expect you guys to remember. Um, but I, I used to have an experience, I guess. I don't. I really don't know how to call it. So hold on a second. Let me put this other headphone in. Yeah. Um, okay. So sorry. My name is Dave. Uh, and it's my first time, I guess, talking publicly about this. So, okay. Well, right uh, on. I'll try to. I'll try to do my best. I'm, I'm a teacher, so I'm used to talking. So. You got it. Um. So. I haven't had anything weird happen to me for a really long time. Um, so, which I'm glad, 
But uh, around the time I got baptized, and I, I would tell you I'm a Christian, but I'm not a very good one, uh, especially, you know, if you hear me talk, I cuss a lot, you know, whatever. I got some habits that probably don't agree with some of the things. But anyway, so uh, uh, around the time I got baptized, though, probably four or five different times, um, I had, I used to live in this apartment. Um, I was in college a long time. I lived in this apartment. Everybody called it the dungeon just because it was dark and it was cheap. It was all I could afford, you know, so it was a piece of junk. Um, I would, I live by myself. I would see this or I would feel, I guess, this entity, I guess a black mass would come around the corner and I'd be dead asleep. Um, and, and the only reason I knew it was coming is because I felt dread or fear. Um, I was scared. I was paralyzed, like I couldn't move. And I, it didn't have a form to it. Um, I didn't see hands or eyeballs or anything. Um, but uh, if I could say the name Jesus, it would disappear. Okay, so I did that a couple times. And then, so then I'm thinking like, because uh, this was 2004, maybe 2005. So, I mean, I could look up the stuff on the internet. You know, I had an actual home computer then. So I, I try to look up some things. But uh, uh, so I looked up sleep paralysis because I experienced it once when I was about five. But it wasn't anything scary. I didn't have like anybody sitting on my chest. You know, I didn't see the guy with the hat on or anything. Um, I just remember waking up and I was like, I couldn't move or breathe or anything. and Or I could breathe. I just couldn't talk. And talking to my parents about it, and they didn't know either. So anyway, sorry, I'm trying not to ramble here. Oh, so you're fine. You're oh, fine. You're good. Trying to be coherent. So uh, anyway, I know one time when this thing came in my room, I remember trying to make myself like touch my eye to see if my eyes were open, and like because I was still trying to think like, is this shit real? You know, or like, what the hell's going on? Am I crazy? I didn't do drugs in college. I drank a lot. I don't drink at all now, uh, you know, so it wasn't like I was on any like weird shit or anything, you know, like uh, I live a pretty clean life for the most part, you know, like I work out and I try to take decent care of myself, uh, you know, so I, I wasn't involved in any like witchcraft or any shit, you know, uh, but um, the last time it happens, you know, and again, every time it was like, I knew it it was close because I had this just unbelievable fear that would come over me and terror. I don't know how to describe it because I've never experienced it again um, at all. And so it's strange, but it got up to my bed and I it felt like it started to pick up the end of my bed. And I uttered out the name Jesus. And it was like, it felt like it was the hardest thing to do to get anything to come out. and that was the last time I remember experiencing that thing. So fast forward uh, a few weeks, I got baptized. And right after I got baptized, probably, uh, oh, I don't know, maybe a month later, I had this lucid dream, I guess you would say. And um, I was in a church when this church was like out in the middle of nowhere. And there's nothing around. It's just me. And there's these two guys up at the front. I guess I called them priests. And they were both short. 
I don't mean like little people or anything. Uh, not that that's wrong. If they're little people, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, uh, just shorter guys, you know, I'm only about five ten, so they were shorter than me. So these guys were preaching or something. And, uh, I figured out that they wanted me to come to the front and in my mind, they were speaking like Latin to me. And I, I don't know why. So I get up there and this guy has me kneel down. And I know this shit sounds crazy. So um, he grabbed, he took his hand and like stuck it in my mouth and down into my stomach and pulled something out of me. It was like a light. I can't tell you what color it was now. I wish I would have paid attention to the color of the light. But when he pulled this thing out of me, I woke up and I had like this feeling of love and warmth. And like, I don't mean like someone was literally hugging me, but, you know, I had that feeling of like warmth and and love, like hugging me and like, like, like something took something out of me, I guess. I don't know. I I, I mean, like, what do you think? (sighs) I know where my brain goes. My first question I was going to ask, but you answered it was if you started seeing the being before you got baptized, which you said you did. So yeah, that feels to me a lot like whatever that thing was did not want you getting baptized. It was trying to right, right, maybe, right. Maybe maybe it didn't seem too direct at the time, but I feel like it was not wanting you to go that route. Okay, so so check this out. I got another part of it, and this part's kind of fucked up. So, um. And I don't know, like, uh, I'm very open-minded about things now compared to how I used to be. So, like, like even tonight at my house, we are talking and my kids were watching some stupid videos and uh, Bigfoot was on it. And my daughter's like, well, what do you think about Bigfoot? And I was just like, well, I just wouldn't be surprised if it's real. I was like, I read during the school year, you know, there's like 300 species of animals we discover. It's either daily or weekly or monthly or something. I was like, so who the hell knows? You know, some open-minded things. Uh, so we went to a psychic in the Quad Cities. Um, and this lady was really nice, said a whole bunch of cool shit. You know, I don't remember hardly any of it because the end of it's what really fucked me up and made me mad. So I do this session. This lady, you know, tells me a whole bunch of nice things. And, and you know, because like I, I try really hard to uh, be a good teacher and a good coach. And like, that's very important to me because I, I, I want kids uh, to have at least one person at school that they know that gives a shit about them because that's me. Cause that's how I try to be. So I, you know, I ask, you know, like, you know, am I doing the right thing with my career and my life and stuff? And, you know, and she affirmed what I, what I think, but that's just whatever. So I get to the end and this lady says, well, I have one more thing to tell you. And I'm like, okay. And she goes, um, I see that there's a dark entity attached to you. And I was like, oh yeah. And she goes, yeah, it's, uh, it's been with you for a really long time. Hasn't it? And I was like, no, (laughs) I'm like, what are you talking about? And she goes, it's been attached to you for a really long time. I was like, no, it hasn't. I go, I don't have any idea what you're talking about. So here's the grift. She goes, for five sessions, when you, if you can come back, and it was like $75 a session, I can get rid of this for you. 
And I was like, all right. I was like, no, thanks lady. I was like, I, I was like, I was with you. And I seriously, I, was, I said this to her. I was like, I was, I'm open-minded to all this. I was like, but you just fucked this shit up for me. I was like, if you're that concerned about me, like, wouldn't you tell me at the very beginning, you see something stuck with me? I was like, I don't know about that. So I don't know. Like, it's just when I think about this, that being or whatever that thing was from before. And then that lady said this, I never put those two things together really until I kind of talk about both of them. So I never thought they're both attached. I don't feel like I have an attachment to me about anything. I pray about that. Um, we went to Roswell in 2017. Awesome. If you ever have a chance to go, it is fucking great. I loved it. It was so much fun. I met Stanton Friedman. Uh, I met Josh awesome. Gates. It was That's awesome. It was, it was great. I talked to Stanton Friedman for like a half an hour. That's awesome. And the only, the only awesome. reason we stopped is because my girlfriend or my fiance. Her name's Michael. She's like, uh, hey, Dave, we need to get going. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. We're on vacation. I don't want to spend the whole time <laughs> talking to this guy that you don't even know who the hell he is, you know? So, but I, I could tell you some more Roswell stuff. It was great. But, um, uh, you know, I don't know. It's like, um, the lady, the psychic I met in Roswell, she didn't, she didn't tell me anything about that. The thing, only thing I remember talking to her about was, um, she told me that I need to find a balance between my professional life and my family life or I'll lose one or both. And she was right. Cause, um, I really, if I like something, I really dive into it and I really try to find out as much as much about it as I can, you know? So, yes. um, I, I just, I try to be analytical because I teach kids, man, that's important. And I don't want, Oh, there's so many things I see, you know, on the internet and I'm just like, what are we doing? You know, what, what's going on here? So I don't, I don't want to bore anybody with how I feel about education other than I just know there are people that are trying to do a good job teaching. At least I am. And I'm not telling you I'm the best one, but the kids I have know that I care about them. So that's awesome. And, and that's important. And that's that important. important. Me, so. It is. Absolutely. Um, Couple questions here. Okay. Uh, so your your first psychic reading, yeah, with the lady that told you out of the dark entity, yeah, was that prior you being baptized? No, this was uh, like last, not last summer, the summer before. No, it couldn't have been two summers ago. I had I had COVID. It was last summer. I had COVID really bad, but I don't talk about that today. So your, and then your your, I, your second, the second uh, psychic reading you had, so that would would that well, have been before? Technically, technically the first one would have been in Roswell in seventeen, yeah. and then the the one was the lady from last summer because we went to uh, we like to go to Galena a couple times a year. It's awesome up there. I love it. Just a little cool town. So, mm -hmm. uh, but the Quad Cities is on the way. But yeah, I think it was last summer pretty sure it was 22 but the first lady was in roswell that was 17 she didn't say anything about that so gotcha because i was wondering because the way you initially made it sound uh, i was on board with steve so you know the entity not wanting to be baptized and then once you got right, baptized yeah, yeah. it went away man i kind of feel like 
your prayers were answered because correct me if I'm wrong, but Latin's used in a lot of exorcisms, right? Oh fuck. I didn't think about that. Yes. Yeah, that's where is. my yeah. brain went. Yeah, and wow. they removed the entity I never, I never once you. thought about that. I never once thought about yeah. something like that. Wow, that's, that's where my, and that's why I wanted to know about the psychic with who mentioned that you had an entity oh, if that wow. was prior to your baptism, and the second one didn't mention it because then I was like, oh shit, this is like this perfectly yeah. lines up, but you know that that went out the window. But I do kind of feel like because you had that 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 feeling of just almost elation afterwards where you're like, holy shit. Like I feel great. You know, this is, this is amazing. And and for me, it's strange because, you know, I've, I've always been, I don't know what to call Christian light. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, uh, I'm a Christian. I still am, but just, it's always been around, but I've never dabbled in any other shit. Uh, all that kind of stuff interests me, you know, like the occult and things like that, but I've never like, well, we played with a Ouija board, like when we were kids, like probably everybody else did. Cause I grew up in a small town, you know, so there ain't shit to do, you know, you do stuff like that. Oh yeah. Um, that was when I was like 15 or 16 years old and it was like dumb stuff. We're asking it like who we're going to get married to and crap. So, and nobody remembers any of that. So, and a lot Uh, of times these things will connect to you. Like when you're, when you're in a state of vulnerability, if you've got a lot of, a lot of traumatizing stuff going on in your life, a lot of stress, they'll see that as an opening. Yeah, I, I did. Uh, well, that's, you're right. You hit there right on the head. Uh, I was engaged and unengaged in a really short amount of time. And I spent a couple of years trying to get that girl back, which is, I don't even want to get into that. So, um, and I flunked out of school at one time, (laughs) So I had a friend commit suicide. My aunt died. There was a whole bunch of stuff happened at one time. Yeah, that, uh, that'll they, do it. They do. They find cracks in your armor, and then they they kind of latch on. Well, you know, and, and I never like put that all together to think of it that way. I'm really glad I, you know, I I, I shared that. So um, I, I do. We're have, glad you called like, in too. I do have another uh, a dream. I guess I could tell you. Well, it was a dream. So. My aunt, uh, her name was Charlotte. Uh, it was my, one of my mom's sisters. She had a brain aneurysm and she died when she was like 47, 48, just sudden. And it was, I remember this plain as day. Uh, my best friend's named Adam and him and I were in my dream. We were at the Dairy Queen in Rushville, Illinois. Cause that's, I grew up in Rushville. And I have a Dairy Queen with the backwards drive through And if you've ever been there, you'd be like, oh yeah, it is dumb. So um uh anyway so i remember playing his day sitting there with adam you know we're like eating or whatever my aunt walks in sits down right across from me and i was like i looked at adam and i was like uh and she goes just tell everybody that i'm i'm fine everything's fine you know it wasn't nothing bad happened and i'm good not to worry about me and i was like all right and i just woke up and I told my mom about it and at first I don't think she believed me. And then about a week or two later, she asked about it again. And I told her the same thing. I was like, she goes, wow, I, I wish I'd have a dream like that. And I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, uh, it just happens, you know? So, uh, but I, I don't have any, 
thank God. I don't have any weird stuff that's happened for a while. So, well, that could uh, be I, a positive I, thing. Yeah, for sure. I, but I do pray for protection uh, because I, I believe in that. Um, I think, you know, if the the other side's working that hard with all their symbolism, you know, there's got to be a, a counterbalance to it. So, absolutely. Oh, yeah. The good with the bad and everything. So, uh, I think, I think something found you at a very vulnerable point in your life and tried, tried to latch on. And it sounds like the baptism probably saved you. Yeah, saved that's, that's you from a I'm lot at. of trouble. And that's that, crazy to think about. Yeah, that dream that you had with the Latin was probably just confirmation of, of it being taken from you. Well, and, and even me getting baptized and going back to church was kind of like happenstance anyway. So um, I did an internship at the YMCA here in Macomb. And one of the days um, out at the, one of the churches here in town, they had like uh, something for kids where like each room was a part of the body. And like we, the room we came, they came in for us was muscles. So kids would come in, I'd read them this thing, talk about muscles and stuff, and then they'd go to the next group. Anyway, so I met the pastor that day, and I probably talked to him for like four hours. Like I sat down and basically spilled out my whole life to him because it was like right after I had this breakup with this stupid girl and how traumatic it was for me and everything. So um, I started going to church because I met Pastor Randy. And I I remember going to church a few weeks in a row. And then there was a couple Sundays where I'm like, so I was hungover because I, I went to Western. <laughs> like he went to WIU in the late nineties, uh, early two thousands. He partied. That's what people did. So I was a participant <laughs> for a long time. So, um, but I remember a few Sundays I'd wake up and be like, yeah, I don't want to go to church. So I wouldn't. And then the next week, you know, church come around and I'd be like, yeah, I guess I'll go. But then, you know, I had two or three in a row where I had that feeling of you don't want to go. And I thought like, why not? Why don't I want to go? What am I going to do? I'm going to sit here until the bears come on and then be mad for the rest of the day because they'll probably play like crap because they suck every year of my life. So <laughs> just like the Cubs. You know, I know y'all are Cardinal fans down in Southern Illinois. So it's fine. It's not that much better you know, for us. <laughs> well, not this year. Not yeah. This year. I'm on the, the other end of that stick usually, so I, I get that. But, um, wow, you know, I never, I guess I never put all those pieces together, but when you guys kind of like line it up a little bit, it all makes sense now. It's weird, man. It's definitely weird. Ooh, okay. <laughs> well, and it all, it all lines up. The fact that it reacted to, uh you using jesus name yeah uh, the baptism kind of shutting it down and it, and and it, was, and it was hard and it was hard to sometimes like you, i couldn't couldn't get it out hardly which is that's what really like messes with my brain a lot because it's like it ugh. makes it makes you wonder how like how far this thing had its hook sunk into you yeah right I and mean, that's like not being able to do those things from what I've understood and, and heard, that's that's some pretty serious oppression because they'll say oppression will affect you in ways of like you want to pray, 
but for some reason you have a mental block and can't remember the prayer or you you won't you just won't do it you want to go to church but you won't right. go to church you know you're like no nah, i just well, I ain't and even like i even remember praying like i was like god will you please give me a sign about what to do about this girl and so i just randomly open up the bible and i hardly ever read the bible so i, I don't know i just I'm, I'm somewhere in the middle with my faith or something. So anyway, so the first name I see, and there's only one name I saw on that page and it was Jezebel. And I was like, Oh shit. So I like slammed the Bible <laughs> shit and I threw it under my bed. And I was like, uh, uh-uh, no, uh, uh-uh. I was just like, I'll, I'm going to make this work. I'm going to make, I kept saying that to myself. I'll make it work. And I was like, now I hear that as, you know, being 46 years old, I'm just like, I was really dumb when I was in my twenties. So, yeah, sometimes that stuff's well out of your hands, my friend. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 cool. Uh, yeah. Well, thanks for listening. Hey, thanks for uh, putting putting all that together for me. And uh, I've been a Patreon person for a while. Uh, I just um, I don't. I'm not terribly active on the groups. Just I got a family. You know, I, right now I'm off for the summer, but you know, during the school year I coach. And I don't got a lot of extra time. It's hard to get in, be involved with all these groups and things I'd love to, you know, because I listen to a bunch of different podcasts and I like a lot of different people. But um, I found you guys through the confessionals. And then um, because I randomly found him for it through, I don't know, maybe L.A. Marzulli or somebody. I can't remember now. So, um, but I try to stay up to speed with what's going on. I've loved um, the topics that you guys have picked out and how you, you know, you go through them piece by piece in steps. Um, I think that's really important to do. You know, if people genuinely are trying to learn, uh, that's how you do it. You, you teach people piece by piece. You know what I mean? Like we've all watched Alex Jones and a lot of things he says, it's, ends up being right but it's so much at once yeah you know it's like dude pump the fucking brakes like uh you know he was right about the frogs or whatever but it's like there's so much you can't just word vomit on people and expect them to listen so yeah it's it's hard to leave you yeah it's hard to retain all of it at once and then yeah, not to mention for, he he dumps so much at you at once you 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 damn near end up forgetting it all because it's just like you said it's just too much, right? If I hear things like um, when I'm listening, because I I listen more than I watch anything, um, that way I can multitask. You know, absolutely. If I need to I'm mowing or working out or whatever, driving the car. Um, but uh, I, I just the piece by piece thing. I think you guys are just you're doing awesome. I think it's great. Um, keep up the good work. Um, I just look forward to hearing some more topics that you guys are hitting home runs on. That that Collins Elite stuff was crazy. The all those um, like operations and things. Just dude, I don't know. I I guess let me ask you one thing, and then I'll get off because I'm sure somebody else wants to call in. But like, but like for real, who the fuck am I supposed to believe with this? UAP UFO stuff. That's the question, Dude, my friend. I'm, Million dollar I'm, question. I'm so fucking serious. Like, cause like, 
sometimes I think Jeremy Corbell sounds good, but then when I listen to him, he don't say anything really. It, it always seems like there's like, um, well, we can't give this out. You know, it's like, exactly. we always have this, you know, we can't, we can't give you all this information. Here's just a little bit of it. Yep. He's always got big news to drop and never does. Nothing. Yeah. Like It's nothing. So, and then like the Gresh guy, I don't know. Like, um, I'm a big fan of Isaac Weishaupt. I've been a supporter of his forever. Um, before he had a podcast and like he did a breakdown of what he thought about Gresh. And I really, it really kind of hit home with what I thought too, which is, it seems like a lot of, you know, the aliens are bad, be scared kind of thing. And I'm just not there. I don't know. I just, I think if they were going to wipe us out, like, wouldn't they just be doing it? One would assume. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I don't know. But the, I guess the last, uh, sorry, the last thing I'll lead you, I'll, uh, and I'll get off here so I can go lay down. I'll, I'll watch the rest of the show. Um, when one of you guys read that about the soul harvesting, that like blew my mind where the, we would, our souls would go in this other realm and then they just get sucked back in because we all get amnesia or whatever that shit was. That yeah. was, that's terrifying. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm not trying to have that happen to me at all. I know. I think I'm a very independent person because uh, that's that's how we were. Like we didn't all want to be part of a group. You know, you were your own person. So. Exactly. But anyway, love the show, guys. Thanks for uh, listening and putting all the pieces together and kind of showed me the whole picture. So uh, keep up the great work, and uh, I'll be in touch. All right. Thank you. Thank you for coming in and sharing your story. Yep. We appreciate it. Stay safe, brother. That was crazy. That was, that was, man. I enjoyed that. I love the, I love the image that he painted of him being out in that singled out church with the two pastors out there and then reaching down his, his throat and pulling that thing out. Like that was a vivid, like the, I don't know, like it made me see it in my brain. Yeah, I'm like fuck. Yeah, that's that's a little, and that's that's Wild. that's the conclusion that I came to. It's almost like something has attached itself to him in a time of vulnerability. He's, you know, he said he was going through a bunch of yep. hard shit, and when he's looking, he's looking to God, having more interest in God thinking about getting baptized and stuff, this thing seemed to kind of increase the onslaught to not get him to go. And then when he did, got baptized, it shut it down. Yeah. And then that dream was just kind of confirmation saying, you know, you you had some bad shit in you, but you got it taken care of. Yep. That's a hundred percent where I'm at, dude. As he was laying it out at first, I was confused until he hit the, that, where the priest pulled it out. And then afterwards he's like, and I woke up and I just felt loved. I felt like I was being hugged. Like, I'm like, Oh, okay. I know. I know what, I know where this is going. Yeah. It was fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. It was absolutely awesome. I'm glad we opened the lines up. The calls were fire tonight. For sure. Absolutely. It was dope. Uh, Yeah. It was cool. But it is that time. Hollow Colt. We're pushing two hours on here. Me and Kyle chatted for quite a while there 
got to get up and uh, go to work. Right. Yeah. Uh, but we appreciate you all. Thanks for anybody that donated. Thanks to our callers, uh, Rosemary, Jeff, Dave. We appreciate you guys calling in and all of you uh, stepping forward and sharing your experiences with us. That uh, it means a lot to us when you guys trust us with your uh, experiences. Uh, shout out to all the content creators in here that showed up to hang out. Uh, Counter Cult fellas, uh, Necros in here. I saw Paranormal Trucker pop in for a little bit. Uh, it was cool. It was cool. So, um, until next time, if you're around Kansas City, come kick it with us at Metacon this weekend. We will be there. You get your first, get your grubby little mitts on the Hollow Sky versus everybody shirts. Uh, should be a fun time. Check us out at all our social medias. And until we meet again, stay safe, stay weird. And if a Latin priest reaches his hand down your throat, it's not always a negative thing.